Welcome to the Career Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Nisar Ahmed. I am the founder and editor of the blog, careermatters.com. And this is actually episode 79 of the Career Matters Podcast. And this episode is part of the Freelance Career Expert Series, where in the past I've interviewed experts or industry professionals about, uh, from the freelancing community who will be sharing about the trends in freelancing, some of the advice for anyone getting into freelancing as well. And for today's uh, Expert Series episode, I'm interviewing Nathan Hirsch. Uh, he's, a, he's a co-founder of uh, a startup or a company called FreeUp. And just to give you a quick overview of FreeUp, we'll, I'm sure we'll learn more from Nathan. FreeUp gives business owners fast access to a hand-picked network of pro freelancers in e-commerce, digital marketing, web development, and much more who have already been vetted for skill, attitude, and communication. So the definition, I'm curious. I'm sure we'll learn more uh, and we'll learn as we go along with the interview with Nate. Uh, hi, Nate. Hi, Nathan. Welcome to the podcast. Nassar, thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Uh, one of the first questions I always get, ask my guests is where are they calling from? I'm in sunny Orlando, Florida. Oh, okay. I think I've had a few guests from uh, Florida and I'm based in Toronto, so Canada and Toronto has a good relationship with Florida in the winter. A lot of Canadians go down south. We call them snowbirds, where they just move down south to Florida. Everybody knows about Orlando, but can you share with us something different that most people would not know about Orlando? Something like a secret about Orlando. Oh, man. Secret about Orlando. Well, I stay far away from the parks. I'm definitely um, not a park person, but the nightlife here, the downtown, um, I actually live in between two downtowns, the, the main Orlando downtown and then the Winter Park downtown, and then actually a third smaller one, Lake Baldwin downtown. So the nightlife here, when you get away from the parks, I'm like 45 minutes away, is actually pretty fantastic, although a lot of tourists spend time near the Disney Universal area. Okay, perfect. That's actually, I didn't know that because uh, Orlando has, as you said in your answer, everybody knows Orlando for the parks. I didn't, I did not know about the nightlife. So that is something good to check it out when I'm there next time. So <laughs> one thing I'd like to ask you is you, you and along with Connor uh, started a free up. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Like uh, how did you guys get started? Why you decided to create this marketplace? Sure. So I started off as a broke college student looking for extra beer money on the side. And what I wanted to do was be a business owner. That's really all I wanted to do. I, I never wanted to get a real job, um, but I knew how hard it was to start, a, start your own business. My mom started a business, um, a, a kindergarten, preschool, nonprofit when I was little. And I saw all the hard work she put into it, working long hours, weekends. Um, but I also saw her have a lot of success and grow and, and move from bigger location to bigger location. So I always had it in my blood but I didn't really know what I wanted to do in what industry, what I wanted to sell, any of that. So I, one day I got really upset that the school bookstore was ripping me off. I was buying textbooks for hundreds of dollars, selling them for pennies on the dollar at the end of the semester, and I thought I could do it better. So I started buying and selling these books, and before I knew it, I started buying my friends' books, and then before I knew it, even more, I had a line out my door of selling other people's books. And I would tell, take these books and I would sell them to different online vendors 
And I cut off the bookstore to the point where I got a cease and desist letter because I was taking so much of their business. So you don't sell books for very long without learning about Amazon. And when I came across Amazon one day, I became addicted. I became obsessed with it. And I really just wanted to sell cool products on Amazon. I didn't want to sell books forever because I wasn't going to be in college very long. Books are heavy. I thought that people would be using Kindles full time by now, which hasn't exactly happened. So I experimented with really cool products like um, video games and sporting equipment, stuff that I liked. And I failed over and over. And one day I started trying, getting outside my comfort zone. I started selling toys and baby products and home goods. So before I knew it, that business took off and I was running a multi-million dollar baby product business out of my college dorm room as a 20-year-old single college guy. And this business grew and I've actually run that business for eight plus years. And somewhere along year one and two, I realized I had to start hiring and I started hiring employees and made some incredible hires like Connor, my business partner, um, who wasn't able to make it today, but he was one of my first hires. But I also made some terrible hires along the way and learned a lot of lessons like a lot of entrepreneurs. And as I got deeper and deeper into this business, I learned more about the remote hiring world and the freelancers and the outsourcing. And I became determined to build this VA army that I called it. And as I, I grew and I learned more and more about that and I came up with a good process of it, I just realized that I was spending so much of my time interviewing and hiring these people um, when I really wanted to be focusing on my own business. I didn't want to spend all my time on the HR, so to speak. And when I talked to other business owners, I realized they were having the same issues. So that's really when I came up with the idea of FreeUp being the fast hire marketplace because I had this system of how to get the right workers vetting them for skill, attitude, and communication, it just took a really long time. So the whole concept that we get hundreds of applicants every week, vet them for skill, attitude, communication, take the top 1% in, make them available to clients so they just get access to them quickly, really stem from my own need and own want for there to be a marketplace like that. So that's really how I went from a broke college kid to owning two companies. That's an interesting story. So you went from something that you had as a personal challenge you experimented it, experimented it. And over, over the course of many years, you've sort of created a system where, so you were your ideal customer when you began with, right? So that is, that, that is a story. Then now you have created a marketplace where others like you can benefit from. Exactly. I mean, I always was looking because, I mean, Upwork's great. You've got all these big marketplaces, onlinejobs.ph, and they have so many people on them. And obviously, FreeUp's a lot smaller, but it just takes forever to get through to find those really good workers in the sea of all these other freelancers. So I always wanted a way to get through that quicker. Yeah. And that's an interesting concept because I personally have used Upwork. I still do use Upwork. We'll talk about the business side as we go along in the interview. I want to switch gears. Now, what, what is happening in the marketplace? All of a sudden, freelancing has become attractive. Well, I own two companies right now and they're entirely remote. My free up runs with 15 freelancers, most of which are non-US, um, whereas my Amazon business is a combination of employees and freelancers, um, and there's a bunch of more US people in that. So whenever in the course of history is that even possible, that we have no office, we have no overhead, everyone's working from home in their pajamas, and we're, we've had a lot of success, and free up is going to do over $5 million in revenue this year and year two. So it, the possibilities are huge. I work with thousands of, of whether they're Amazon sellers or even brick and mortar stores now that are taking stuff like 
their marketing and realizing, hey, we don't have to hire a full-time employee and pay them benefits. We don't have to bring this stuff in-house. And it's a lot more economical. The workers are a lot happier. Um, and they usually either stay longer or you have better results from allowing people to work remotely when they don't have to be in person. So I think the industry is really changing. The industry is adapting. And people are realizing that you can minimize risk and increase your success by hiring remotely. That definitely is an interesting trend. Even companies that do have full-time employees in US, Canada, Europe, they do have a part or some functions that are being outsourced. And now we are seeing companies like yours where everything is completely done remotely. Thanks to the internet, all this innovation is happening. It is making that possible. So one of the things I wanted to ask is a lot of the readers that come to our site are on the edge of starting as a freelancer. They do have a full-time job or they might already have something on the side. Can you tell us about the trends in the marketplace? Like why, what are some of the positive things of getting into the freelance community as a freelancer? Yeah, I mean, it, the thing about being a freelancer is just like hiring freelancers, you have the ability to minimize risk. Not only can you customize it to be what you want it to be, whether you're operating packages or hourly rates or, or focusing on skill sets and things you actually like doing over and over, but you also can build a portfolio of clients where is if you have a full-time job and that something happens to that business or the person decides they don't want to work with you anymore, you, you can get fired and you lose your entire source of income. If you're a freelancer, and don't get me wrong, you can lose a client, you can even drop a client. But you can build a client base where if once someone leaves, it's not the end of the world. Your business keeps on moving on and you can replace them with another client. And it allows a lot more protection, a lot more freedom, a lot more happiness. And it really lets you refine your skills because a lot of employees, when they're at their full-time job, they spend 50% of their time or more doing repetitive tasks or doing things that they, they just don't like doing or, or they feel like it's below their pay grade. So that doesn't benefit the employee or the employer. So becoming a freelancer has a lot of benefits outside of that flexibility and being able to work in your pajamas, so to speak. Yes. And at the same time, I think you bring up a very good point. You're not relying on one source of income or one source of client. You have multiple clients. Uh, so as a freelancer, you're, re you're, you're reducing your risks and you're also, you're spreading your wings as well. Exactly. I mean, I've seen um, freelancers in the FreeUp network start off part-time with their full-time job, drop that and start doing freelancing full-time. And six months later, they have this portfolio of incredible clients that some are long-term, some bring them projects here and there. And there's always that transition where you figure out how to balance it all. But I've seen people make over six figures freelancing and get out of that employee environment. So true. And, and I'm just thinking of my site itself, like even this podcast, I have someone after I record this, someone has edits it for me, creates the show notes and just sends it to me. Uh, I know he is, uh, he does this for other podcasters. So he has created a niche or a business out of that. Uh, someone else does my website hosting and management as well. And he has multiple clients as well. So these people, I mean, the advantage for them is they get a series of clients and building a book of business. And many of them I know are doing this full time with all the flexibility of working from home or working remotely. Exactly. And on the employer side, you don't need to hire someone full-time. I have clients that hire someone for an hour a day or even an hour a week or a few hours, whatever it is. And because these freelancers have other clients, it allows you to be able to do that. And it allows you to grow. I mean, I mentioned I have a 15 plus person team. 
I didn't just wake up one day and hire 15 people. I started off small. I got a few hours of my day back and I grew my team from there. And it really allows businesses the ability to do that. And it allows freelancers to, hey, if I get a client that's 35 hours a week and I want to work 40, I can pick up that five hour a week client. That is so true. So, uh, so I want to switch back now to the employer side. So you didn't mention that the advantage of them, of a company hiring a freelancer is they reduce their risk, right? They reduce the risk of hiring someone, going through the training. They, they're hiring someone for one skill set or one job. So the risk is lower. And sometimes the costs are even much, much lower than, than hiring someone in the U.S. What about... You know, there's an interesting trend right now where everybody's talking about creating a culture. You know, companies like Uber and all those that are trying to bring everyone in-house. There is an, there's a trend in the opposite direction where everybody's trying to get away from remote work. Where do, do you see a dichotomy in the market right now where it's two different directions? I do, but I only focus on the remote direction. Uh, to me, you can build a company culture even with remote workers. I have people that do, for my graphic designer, for example, she does a project here, a project there. Usually, at least every other week, I have a project for her. Sometimes I load her up with work. But she is really into free up. She loves it. She loves the environment. She loves dealing with other people because sometimes she'll do a project for accounting or for social media. And she's, although she's not technically on my team full time, she's still interacting with all these different workers that are doing worker for me. And because we have a fantastic culture, she, she's part of it. And we're able to build that. And it is something that takes a little bit more work. I mean, I owned an office once and building a company culture in an office was a lot of work. And mm -hmm. doing it remotely is a little bit harder, but I know it can be done. And it's something that I preach to my clients don't just hand someone a piece of paper or don't just email them a document and say, do it. There's a lot more that goes into working with someone than that. You have to set the expectation, the goals, the culture, getting people on the same page, getting people to work together. Because even if you're a freelancer working solo, a lot of times, like I said, you're interacting with other people in different companies. So building that company culture is important remotely. And, and I know that it can be done. That's very interesting. That, that is very interesting. So it's, it's about how you treat the freelancers you hire, even though, they, even though they are not your full-time employees, if you treat them well, they'll feel like they're part of something. Yeah, and one of my hacks that I tell clients is to build long-term relationships, even if it is something that's on call here or there, because the last thing you want to do is every time you have a writing project to go out and find a new writer. That's not a very efficient way to run your business. Right. It's a lot better if, hey, let's build a relationship with two to three writers I like. And yes, they're going to have other clients because they have to provide for their families. But when I have a writing project, I'd rather go to my Rolodex and be like, hey, I have a Skype group with the three writers I like. Let's post in there, see who's available, see you can get the, hit the due date that I want and not have to go and vet someone else and try them out for the first time. Yeah, that, that is so true. I can share a personal story where I have hired freelancers through sites like Upwork. And as I mentioned, I continue to use them because going back and hiring someone else for another similar project is a lot of work. So that is so true. You build a relationship and you that then you don't even to tell, tell them what to do. They exactly know how to provide results for you. Exactly. And there's always a learning curve because even the best VAs in the world aren't the best fit for every single client in the world. And even the best clients in the world, they all have different expectations about what's good, what's bad, what their pet peeves are. And mm -hmm. only by working with someone for a little bit of time do you really figure that out. And there's always 
that adjustment period, whether it's small or large. So the more that you can work with people and build that Rolodex of people that understand you and know what you like and know what your expectations are, the more success you're going to have long term, both on the client side and the freelancer side. That is so true. You didn't mention VAs. I, I, I hear this a lot. Uh, I know VAs are growing uh, as, a, as a business. I see that in the U.S., Canada as well, across the world. Uh, what are some of the top jobs or careers that you see are growing on your site in terms of demand? Sure. So, I mean, social media is huge. We're in the day of Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I just started posting on Instagram a lot and all that stuff takes time. So I think there's a growing trend of hiring virtual assistants to at least help with that. Um, you mentioned the video editing. I mean, podcasts are blowing up. Um, people that hold webinars, I, I probably do a webinar every week and every, get, every time I'm a guest on a webinar, I know that they, they're not editing every single video and every single audio clip. So that's becoming more and more popular. And I would say the third thing is just marketing. People who can run a marketing budget, people who can create content and unique content, people who can run PVC, whether it's Google ads or Facebook ads is growing now. Those, those are skill sets that are really growing at a huge rate to complement the normal stuff like data entry and QuickBooks and, and just kind of more custom work for every person's business, whether you're a business coach that just needs someone to keep you organized, that stuff's not going away. But the new stuff like the social media and the marketing that's always changing and that gets outdated pretty quick, that's where the money's at right now. So uh, the, the smart thing to do is, you know, look what the trend does and jump on board. And so based on what you're saying, there's no shortage. If you become skilled as a freelancer, there's no shortage of finding good clients. Absolutely. We have people that join the network and within one week, they're just swamped with work. And we try to avoid that a little bit because it's a little bit risky. But I mean, if you're talented and you have maybe a little diverse skill set, you can get loaded up pretty quick. And then it's just how do you handle it? Can you organize it? And can you actually grow it into a freelance business? And I think that's where a lot of freelancers go wrong. They, they still look at themselves as an employee instead of a business. Businesses grow. Businesses offer packages. Businesses even hire people and have their own assistants. And maybe if you're someone that focuses on social media, you hire a graphic designer, you hire a writer, and you really build a mini agency. And the freelancers that can take on clients and get organized and look at themselves as a business and grow, those are the ones that have a lot of success. Okay, perfect. So we have covered the, the freelancer, we covered the client who hires the freelancers. I'd like to understand a little bit more about free app. You didn't mention Upwork, you didn't mention that's like the, and then there's, there's other companies like freelancers.com and multiple other sites. What makes free app unique? Sure. So if you go to those other sites, a lot of them are the same. You post a job, you get 100 applicants, you interview them one by one, and it takes forever. You never know what you're going to get. With FreeUp, we do it differently. We get hundreds of applicants every week applying to get into the marketplace as a freelancer. We vet them for skill, attitude, communication. It's a very long interview process. We have 15 pages of communication best practices that workers have to memorize and get tested on because we know how important communication is. We then take the top 1% and we let them in, and then we make them available to clients first come, first serve. So clients love it because it's free to sign up. There's no monthly fee. Anytime you need a worker, you put in a request, and we fill that request within 24 hours, usually faster, 
and the workers range from five to fifty dollars an hour some are more um, US and non-US for every skill set so it's up to the client on the freelancer side the freelancer loves it because once you get in and there's no cost to join the network as a freelancer you get access to, to clients quickly you don't have to do long interviews you don't have to compete with tons of other workers we only introduce one to three workers at a time and you only interview for 10 to 15 minutes max it's a very fast hire platform and then on the back end of that what's cool is we're very hands-on to make sure you have a good experience I mentioned my team um, they monitor my Skype they monitor my email 24 7 I'm available a lot uh, my calendars right on the free up website if you ever need to talk to me and on the really back end of that we rarely have turnover because freelancers love being in the network and if workers quit on clients for any reason, we cover all replacement costs and get the client a new worker right away quickly. So that's really what we're all about, saving you time on the front end and getting you access to fast talent and making sure you're protected on the back end. That's amazing. So for the clients, you're providing them quality. And I'll be quite honest with you, that's something it's a little bit, it's a hit and miss on Upwork. I use I use the site. I still pay them every 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 week. We have something going on, but you're providing quality. And uh, for the freelancers, you're giving them quality clients as well. That's that's interesting. I think uh, we have covered a lot of ground. You you did you did an amazing job talking about the benefits of for a freelancer. What are some of the top industries? You told the benefits for the clients, and you did mention a, a free app. After listening to this, Nathan, if they want, if someone listening to this wants to get in touch with you, what are some of the best ways? Sure. So if you go to freeup.com with three E's, you can obviously sign up as a client or apply to be a worker. If you want to meet with me, I only meet with clients. The freelancer success team handles a worker. But if you're a potential client and you want to meet with me and ask me any questions or go over your business, my calendar is right at the top. You can find me on social media. My Twitter handle is the real Nate Hirsch. Um, and you should also check out the free up blog. We post lots of great content, whether you're freelancing or hiring for the first time, or you've made hiring mistakes in the past. What's cool about us is yes, we provide the worker quickly, but we're also there to support you after that, to make sure that you get the most out of them. So, um, definitely check us out. Make sure to mention this podcast when you sign up to get a dollar off your first worker forever. Um, and yeah, we're very easy to contact. Perfect. Thank you very much, uh, Nathan. It's been a pleasure. Uh, you shared some amazing ideas, as I mentioned, and it was a, and I, I could see you're extremely passionate about what I do, and I love that when I get when I feel that from my guests. Yeah, I mean, what's cool about free up, which I didn't get out of my Amazon business, is I get to help a lot of people. Yes, I get to be at podcasts and webinars and speak at conferences and help people grow their business, but we've helped thousands of clients pursue their dreams and grow their business by getting access to fast talent. And then on the flip side, on the freelancer side, we've helped 500 plus, plus freelancers provide for their family, get access to clients. Maybe they're not good at marketing themselves, but they're good at doing whatever skill set they do. Um, and we've been able to help them as well. So it's been an incredibly rewarding experience. And as you said, I'm very passionate about it. Wonderful. Thank, once again, thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Career Medis Podcast. I've written a brief summary of the interview with uh, links to Nathan's website. If you enjoyed this episode and also learned something new, feel free to post a comment or a review. And if you really loved it, definitely go ahead and share this episode among your network. Until next time, this is Nassar Ahmad, your host for the Career Medis Podcast. Thank you.